All right, so I've been all over this state the last four years, uh, Chairman. I'm going to call you Mike, but, uh, but you, you've done a hell of a job of bringing victory to this state, and we're going to expect more out of you and the legislator to make sure we can win the Congress back because we've got to make sure these members of Congress come back. Yeah, huge. You know, we've got eight great Republicans here in North Carolina right now. We have four very competitive seats in the 22 election cycle. We have got to win two or even three of those seats and make sure that we wipe that majority out. And it's going to be the same simple formula, which is to get people energized. We are going to get volunteers who are going to register voters, going to educate voters, and then we're going to go make sure that we turn them out. You know, in the last cycle, we had 82% Republican turnout here in North Carolina. Shattered every record we've ever seen, and we needed it. We had a bunch of close wins. They were close wins, but they were wins across the board, 15 out of 19 of our statewide races. So I, I was here a, a month ago, uh, landed in Charlotte, drove, I uh, was with Congressman Hudson, uh, who sends his regards today, uh, and drove uh, all the way across the state. I forget all the counties I went through, but ended up over in Fayetteville. And I was scouting out the right place to hold the Freedom Tour. But uh, I was shocked to learn that an old face is appearing here in North Carolina. Eric Holder, Obama, Obama's guy. What is he doing here in North Carolina? You know, it's, it's, it's fairly frightening. We had redistricting ordered by the Constitution in 2010. And he filed a lawsuit against it. So we had to redraw those lines. And then he filed another lawsuit against those lines. And then he filed another lawsuit against those lines. So we have actually had four sets of maps in the last 10 years. Now we're going to have redistricting again. We're picking up a 14th seat. It's another great opportunity. You know, I think we're going to win two or even three seats in this cycle to take out Nancy Pelosi. But he is here <laughs> setting up an office in Durham in order to sue again. And they have announced, you'll love this, they have announced that no matter what maps are drawn, they have a lawsuit that will be filed the next day. Nobody knows what the maps are going to look like, but they're going to sue the next day. Right, so they, they only like election results that actually end up in their favor. Here in North Carolina, you kick them out, the, it's very clear how you guys draw lines here in North Carolina, just like most places across the country. So the fact, this is important out there for people to understand what's happening here. Because you're adding a seat, because Republicans have a chance to get back one or two or maybe even three seats here in this state, this is why, this is, this is why North Carolina is so critical to, to winning back the House of Representatives. And the fact that you would have Obama's right-hand guy here already announcing, that's the key, announcing that he's going to bring a lawsuit the very next day. Where, where's, why isn't everybody up in arms in the fake news? Right, isn't that, that's not accepting the election results. No, it's not even close, you know, and you think about it in this last court-ordered redistricting set that the Democrats drew the maps and we still won our state house, we still won our state senate, and we still won all of our eight congressionals that came back for re-election. So if they draw the maps, we are going to win. If we draw the maps the way that the legislature and the Constitution of North Carolina says, we're going to be in really good shape, which is why they're going to sue, why they're going to sue, why they're going to sue. So, so walk us through, uh, they, ha they opened an office here, they have people on the ground? They have lawyers on the ground, um, and they're doing that. And then we also, over in Asheville, uh, Stacey Abrams from Georgia has opened up an office in Georgia. Uh, and oh, so you mean that's the one that won the Georgia governor? 
Right. That that lady? That lady. Wait. And she's here too. She is here too. So yeah, really? so we know that North Carolina is the eye of the political hurricane in 2022. We've got, we're going to have four very competitive congressional seats. We're going to pick up two or three here towards getting that Republican majority. We also are going to have a huge Senate race. Richard Burr is retiring, and we've got, we've got six candidates in the race right now. And I'll tell you this, I don't care who comes out of that primary. They're going to be an America first candidate. They're going to protect us against China. They're going to protect our border. They're going to fight every day for our Second Amendment, fight every day for the sanctity of life, versus one of 13 Democrats that are going to come out there and fight every day for AOC's agenda and fight every day for Biden, Pelosi, Schumer. We're going to keep that seat and help make sure we take the Senate back. So, so governor, former governor, once thinks she's Governor Abrams. Um, <laughs> I mean, you can't make this stuff up, right? I mean, <laughs> where's, where's the fake news covering this? But, but she is, she has an office where? She's opened it up in Asheville, and they're going to be doing voter registration uh, drives all across Western North Carolina, and they've said they're going to bring what happened in Georgia in 2020 to North Carolina in 2022. Is she living here? Is she moved here? I don't think she has, but obviously they're, they're excited, they're, they're engaged. But I will tell you this, that we saw between 2016 and 2020, 150,000 new Republican registrations, 100,000 fewer Democratic registrations. So that's we all welcome, the, welcome that's that all the Californians. The that's all the Californians that are moving out of California and moving to here, all the conservatives that are leaving. But how, look, we need to investigate this a little more. I mean, I, when I heard that Holder was here, and now I hear that Abrams is here, I don't, I don't think nationally people understand this so how how is this being funded what are they who's giving them the money well i have to assume it's coming a lot through act blue it's also coming through a lot of the major donors that president obama and eric holder have lined up you know they spent over 300 million dollars fighting registration uh, or fighting uh, redistricting lines all across the country they put tens of millions of dollars into north carolina to win the legislature to draw the maps and ran into an absolutely so, solid red So wall. what they're doing is they're using a group that supposedly is a nonprofit good government that billionaires are funneling the money into, and then they're basically using it for electioneering. No question about it. And, and fortunately, like I said, here in North Carolina, when we have educated voters, they're going to run into a red wall. And we are going to be that red wall here this cycle. Yeah. Well, that's why... That's why it's so important, I think, for everybody to understand what's happening here, how this fight is, the fight that you guys are all in uh, here, because you're up against, you know, basically waves and waves and, you know, ocean of, of money. And, you know, don't forget, I wouldn't be surprised, too, that the, the one thing that's not talked about a lot uh, is the, we know for sure, $350 million went from Facebook, one person, that went to these nonprofits that just so happened to get spent in about 10 states that all happened to be the toss-up states, including, including this state, for people that were going to ensure that people got their ballots in, right, and help, help check the ballots. And I think a lot of people don't realize that, you know, so conservatives, we can't even use Facebook or YouTube or any of this stuff because they ban us, right, or they censor us. So thank God we, we, we have Rumble. We're going to interview Rumble CEO here in, in a couple minutes. But... 
But the fact that somebody spent $350 million, one person. Now, I'm pretty sure the Trump campaign, I think, what, did, did they even raise a billion dollars? We, uh, the RNC and Trump campaign combined was $1.3 $1.3, so nearly one man wrote a quarter of that that went outside the circle that went to essentially get involved in, in electioneering. And, and we saw in Pennsylvania, in Michigan, in Georgia, and here in North Carolina, where the boards of elections and secretary of states changed the laws, changed the rules after voting had already started. And we sued them here in North Carolina four different times, took them up to the Supreme Court, and we were able to peel back a lot of that. But the fact that you have these states are changing their rules and saying, oh, it had nothing to do with getting $150 million from Mark Zuckerberg. Really? I mean, we need to be able to fight back. Thank God we've got that legislature. And when you talk about all the other money that's coming in, we need to make sure that our folks are getting their support, which is why it's so important to have someone like you come here to North Carolina four, five, six times to, in order to help us with the party, in order to help Virginia and Dan and Richard and all the rest of our uh, you know, candidates here. We can't thank you enough for your leadership, not just here in North Carolina, not just California, but all across country fighting for freedom. Well, I have a, and Mike knows this story already, but uh, I've been here a lot, and so I decided we had to come back to Washington uh, after Christmas. And typically, I'd be with my family at that time. My family lives out in California, so I brought my, three, my wife and three young children. And my wife said, what are we going to go to Washington, D.C. for? Because it looked like, you know, a wasteland, right? It was just completely, you know, there was nobody there. It was like a bomb went off, right? Nothing was open. Everything was closed. And I told my wife, I said, well, I said, soon as, soon as we get done voting, which was a couple days after Christmas, I said, we're gonna get in the car, we're gonna drive until we don't see any more damn communists. <laughs> so we ended up here in North Carolina. So thanks for, thanks. So we, but thank you, uh, thank you, Mike, for all you're doing. And, uh, and we're gonna continue to help to, to pull you guys across the line. Next Absolutely, year. we are gonna be tip of the spear in helping make sure that we take back the Senate and we take back the House and send Nancy Pelosi back to California where she belongs. Mike Watley, everybody. Thanks, Sharon. Thank you.